So how come it's never like it's always oh you a hoe you fucked on the first night, but it's never like damn that nigga got easy dick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that shit. How come it's never just like nah, nigga? It was just easy to get that dick on the first night. Cause ever, cause don't nobody like women for real. I'm just <laughs> like, is that but like have some respect for yourself? Not nigga. facts. Why you fucking on the first night? Why you? Oh, how disgusting of you! First of all, yeah. Why you out here dropping dick on the first night? Throwing dick at me on the first. What's wrong? With you? Where do you live? Right. And what is your address? Right. Or are we at your house? What's your number so I could uh, call you and then I could show up to your house to just let you know how disrespectful you are? Not bad. For throwing me this dick on this random Wednesday afternoon. Baby, listen. If we fuck on the first night, that means I like you. If we fuck on the first night, it means we're grown. How about that? That's Why it even got to be some shit like, oh, well, I fucked on the first night, so. Yeah, you did. So what? Okay, so what if it was five months from now, and then you smashed me, and you was like, damn, I don't waste five months of my life with this. And this shit was trash as fuck. That would be the worst thing, to like get emotionally invested into someone and find out that they say game is weak as fuck. But also, no, because check this out. You can convince yourself that somebody's sex is good because of how much you like them. So what if it's a situation where like you done been talking to this person for like five months, six months down the road, and then y'all have sex and you in your mind is good because you like them so much. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Have you? No, for real. Like I'm dead <laughs> serious. I'm dead serious. No comment. You ain't never been through that before? Of course I have. But We've certain- talked about it. So that's what I'm saying. Like, and then you like, when you don't like them like that no more or whatever, some shit happened, right? And then y'all fuck you be like, this shit is the most trash shit ever. Like, damn, what was I thinking this whole that's time? That's like some uh, gas station nigga tendencies. Like, oh, I was fucking with you until I realized I ain't get what I want. And now you a weak ass bitch. And you ugly yeah, ass. like, but that's what I'm saying. You know bitches be that doing shit that shit. funny as hell. Nah, facts. Like, as soon as we'll talk no more now, dick little. I ain't now, never, yeah, I know, ain't never, I ain't gonna, trash, I ain't now, never necessarily went that far, but I've just been a little more open with you specifically about, like, how unsatisfied I was. Damn, that's what up. Hey. To think that you was doing your best job this whole time, just to get to the end, and you be like, well, actually, that shit was not satisfying? I never actually told them that, though. Like, I, I kept it to myself. The only person I told was you. Damn, that's fucked up. Well, and now y'all, <laughs> and y'all don't know specifically who, so it is what it is. But, but y'all do know that it's your girl. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, your girl Vito, aka Big Eyes Bandit, aka Mrs. To Your Girl. You know, <laughs> and it's your girl, right? AKA DJ Drama, AKA Spice <laughs> Nasty. And to this week's AKA is Miss Sour Patch. First of all, you still have to say fun size. Oh, yeah, that's true. I just completely dropped my whole podcast. I mean, <laughs> damn. Uh, this is the right idea, wrong bit podcast. Thanks. Yeah.
So enough of the shits and giggles. We came here for business. <laughs> and on this episode, we getting personal. Up and close and personal. With your girl, Fun Size. That me. So, <laughs> <laughs> I got a question for you. Uh-uh. <laughs> All right, so here we go. What lesson in love has the universe continued to teach you, but for some reason you refuse to break the cycle? Mm. 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 That's heavy. So let's get into it. Let's learn about plus size. Let's learn about plus <laughs> Not a theme song main character. Absolutely. I have been in my main character energy. So a lot of the answers that I'm going to give, because the way that, like, the ending of it, it's not so much that I'm refusing to break them now. I'm just now realizing a lot of it. Okay. So now that I know, mm. I'm going, you know, I've already been putting stuff into action and, you know what I'm saying, changing the way these particular emotions or feelings present themselves in my life. So okay. I'ma just start out just plain and simple. Bitch, I was not ready. I'm not ready. Mm. There is um I feel like a level of self-care, self-love, like growing, maturing, really sitting with yourself that you have to do before you are going to be fully capable of being in a mature adult relationship, relationship like mm-hmm. that works which is ultimately what you want right that works okay so um and then knowing what that looks like you know what i'm saying like you got to know what that looks like for yourself right like how do you see that you can't just be like oh well this person in my life so i'ma just you know what i'm saying take them for what it is and whatever we create that's what it's gonna be like nah like have expectations have goals have requirements have you know what i'm saying just stuff like like you have to have like some type of plan or like mm-hmm. that sort of thing so i, I feel, feel like it's like the complete opposite but go ahead keep going yeah i mean no and not to say that you have to have everything planned out it's just more so like have an idea of what it is that you want like what kind of person do you really want to spend the rest of your life with? And then, like, what does that look like? You know what I'm saying? The rest of your life, what does that look like? Like, how do you want it to look? And in a general aspect, of course, the details are going to come with that person because you guys are going to, like, create that connection and create those those ties and those bonds with, you know what I'm saying, what y'all have. So the detailing of it, and the more specifics of it, you know what I'm saying, comes when that person enters your life. But having, like, an outline of what that looks like, like, do you want a family? You know what I'm saying? Like, do you want kids? Do you want all the kids to only be your kids? Do you, you know, like, are you okay with being a step-parent? I have to think about stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? And not only do you have to deal with me, my physical being and the four people that live in my head, because I didn't already told y'all about that. Mm. Um, you also have to, you know what I'm saying, accept my daughter. And, you know what I'm saying, that can be a lot. Right. So um, I feel like during this time, I've kind of been just, like, digesting that and, like, realizing, like, hey, like, you know, you got to have a different outlook on this 
thing we're finna call life because the games have changed. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like that was like one of the biggest like number one things. Like I was not ready to be in nobody love because I ain't love myself. Mm-hmm. I didn't care about myself for real. Like I and and to me, looking back on it now, it showed, but to everybody else it was just like, Oh, she's fun. Mm. Or, you know what I'm saying, I'm the life of the party and you know, again, you know, you want me to show up because you know I'm coming with something. And you right. know that I'm a help. I'm a be there early. I'm a, you know what I'm saying, help you set up. I'm going to help you break it down. I'm going to help you clean up. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to help you pay for it. Like, you want me in your spaces because of those things. So Because of what I can give you. Right. Absolutely. But who I actually am, you ain't really. Like, one thing about me, you're only going to know what I allow you to know. And like we and we talked about this earlier in an earlier episode, like once I see that you can't handle a certain level of me, it I stop right there. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna get to know any more of me because I already feel like at that point, and I mean it's just a risk that you take, but I've already lost parts of me just from giving them to you and you not, not being a, yeah being not being able, able to, accept to accept it right mm-hmm. like. I, I lost the, that part. I'm not going to lose the rest of me. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, I got to save the rest of me, the whatever's left right. at that point. So um, I definitely think that that was, like, a big one. Um, another one is that I think that I was incapable of having platonic relationships. Mm, okay, like, let's, let's, I felt like. Dig into that. I felt like if I met somebody and even in the slightest found anything attractive about them and then learned about their situation, the fact that I wanted to help them, I equated that to having to be in a in a relationship with them. Like you felt like you couldn't just be there for them as a friend. Right. It had to- I felt like I needed to be with you. Mm. Mm. Okay. To the point where it developed to be like at that mm-hmm. point something that I continuously attracted for a long time in my life. Every relationship started out with me helping right. them do something, right. change your lifestyle around, change relationships with family members, change your living situation, change your working situation, change your financial situation, change your entrepreneurship, (laughs) you know what I'm saying, mindset, like whatever the fuck it was, every single relationship during that time period of my life and a lot of my relationships where they all started out with me helping them, so it's just like, I didn't have to necessarily be with you, bro. Like, I really could have, you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't. Yeah, we could have just kicked and it would have been, I feel like it still would have been the same vibe because a lot of people that I was in a relationship with, we had a really good friendship. Mm. It was the relationship aspects um, of our interactions that became a problem. Like, we could chill, we could be cool. Right. We could play, we could laugh, we could joke, we could do all of that stuff. But when this, when it got down to like relationship stuff, different page. And it was just for some reason you felt like if we this cool, if things is going so well, I'm helping you out. Like then this just has to be a relationship. Then 
It can't just be friends. I I felt like I didn't know how to just to be just friends. be friends. Like I felt like at that point, like I I equated helping and taking care of them to me also showing like, hey, I care about you. Mm, okay. And because I'm trying to prove so much to you that I care about you because I'm trying to get you to care about yourself realistically. All right. I now mentally start getting feelings for you. Like, I really feel like this could be like <laughs> some chemically imbalanced shit oh going God, on. But like, I literally mm -hmm. would be like, it would turn into like, nah, like, I, I now I like you. Like I'm falling in love with you. I'm catching feelings for you, off of me helping you and seeing you grow and seeing you flourish and seeing you thrive and seeing you do all of these things. Mm. And knowing that I helped you, not to brag, because I never went around. Like I don't really be going around saying all of the shit that I do for people. Now if you get disrespectful and you get out of pocket. Right. And you and you talking to me crazy, and then yeah, no, nah, we, me and you will have that conversation, right. and I've had that conversation with a lot of my exes. Okay. Because bitch, don't go there and don't do it and don't try me. But as long as everything is copacetic, right? You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna let you shine and I'm gonna let you be great. Which also leads me into my next point. Okay. I deserve to be treated the same way that I treat people. Right. The problem with all of this is that I was doing all of these things for them, but it was never reciprocated. And even when there was times that were presented for it to be reciprocated, it wasn't. And time and time again, I made excuses for it. Right. I tried to be completely understanding. Like I really think that I am a very understanding person because I honestly do believe that like, if you can think it, it can happen. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you can call it naive. You can call it whatever. You know what I'm saying? You want to call it. But I really don't put anything past anybody. So if you come to me and you give me a full-blown story, to a certain extent, I'm going to believe it. Like, I'm going to, you know what I'm saying? Especially if I feel like I know you and it, and it does sound like something that's true to you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Most people... A liar is going to lie, but a liar is going to try to make it believable. Right. Yeah. For the most part. Right. At yeah, least in relationships. Good at it. You know what I'm saying? At least yeah. in relationships. Now, you, if you just out here and you just lying like the scammers that we were talking about, them niggas wouldn't even try to make yeah, that you shit believable. Fuck, right? But when you're trying to protect them, when you quote unquote trying to trying protect, to protect somebody's, somebody's feelings or, you know what I'm saying? Whatever the relationship is. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That bullshit. You're going to try to make it sound <laughs> at least some type of yeah, like you're gonna you gonna actually think twice about what you're saying, how you lie, then right. versus you know what I'm saying, just coming out the side of your neck. So I feel like you know what I'm saying with that, that that's a character flaw. Me, like I'm very gullible when it comes. Well, I was very gullible when it came to to stuff like that. Okay. It was just like, oh, like no, nah, I I get it, and so because I get it, it's okay. And it's like, nah, like, I can understand that shit and that shit still not be okay. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I get where you're coming from. I understand what happened. Damn, that's fucked up. Sorry that happened to you. You know what I'm saying? But that still doesn't negate my emotion and how I feel about everything else. You know what I'm saying? My emotions and my feelings are still valid. 
at the end of the day. And it need, the same way that I'm respecting whatever it is that you're telling me, whether it be a truth or a lie, you should be able to give me that same respect back. You know what I'm saying? When I'm expressing to you that, okay, I, even though I understand you, I'm still hurt. Even though I understand you, I'm still mad. Even though I understand you, I, you know what I'm saying? I still may need some time to think about it and process a few things and don't really want to talk about it right now. However I'm feeling in that moment, I need that respect back. I never got that in any of my relationships. Not one. So, um, you know, over time, that breaks your self-esteem down, that does some damage emotionally. Um, you know, you start feeling like you're not good enough, that, you know what I'm saying, you go into that whole situation, and then that being in that moment causes other issues. Um, so, yeah, I'm glad I'm definitely out of that fucking cycle because right. <laughs> that should be wild. <laughs> but um, also, like, I think my last one, which the last couple of things that I kind of thought about, they kind of they kind of go together, but it's kind of also like semi-closing it out or okay, whatever. Okay. But um, self-trust and honesty. And it's so funny because my biological father, 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 what the fuck is a father? <laughs> my biological father um, passed away in 2012. And I actually have his ashes there inside of my house. And I feel like because I have them and since I've had them, I've been feeling his spirit around me a lot more, and I love it here. It's really fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was a big diehard fan of DMX. Okay. And the reason that this is important is because I saw a. It was on TikTok because y'all know I be on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. But it was on TikTok, and it was a quote that. Well, I quoted it, but it was something that he said in an interview. Okay. And he said, always trust everyone to be themselves, but trust in the fact that you can see them well. Mm. Meaning, at the end of the day, I want you to be you completely, honestly, and truthfully around me. Right. I don't want you to feel like you got to hide nothing from me. I don't want you to feel like you can't talk to me. You can't come to me. I don't want you to, I want you to feel like, well, I want you to know for a fact that I am your safe space when I'm in a relationship. Okay. And because of that, I now feel like going forward, that doesn't necessarily mean that once I see that, I have to be okay with what I'm, with what I'm seeing. Right. When I'm seeing these red flags, and I think it's a fucking roller coaster. No, bitch, get the fuck off. Right. You don't even like heights. You don't even like it here. You actually hate it here. Let's go play some arcade games. Right. This this ain't your arena. You why yeah. you why you playing in territory that ain't for you? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You you, you out of pocket, sis. Okay. You out of pocket. Okay. So, <laughs> um, I just feel like I am very aware of like red flags now. Um, I feel like I've been very, like, eyes open when it comes to stuff like that. Like, if it, and as soon as I see it, I'm either addressing it or I'm ending it. Right. 
I'm not letting it go further, making excuses. Oh, it's okay. Or it was just once. Or No, I'm not doing that. I'm so sorry. If you can't get it right the first time, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I, I, I can't do nothing for you. So, you know, um, definitely <laughs> I'm hopping off the roller coaster, guys. Roller coaster is over. <laughs> we no shut longer continuing the cycle. We're breaking it now. Period. Because um, I'm just, I'm over it. So within all of that, um, also, I feel like I will now be showing up completely and authentically who the fuck I am. Nothing more, nothing less. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I take up space in a in a certain environment, in a certain room, that I'm just going to take up all that motherfucking space because y'all already know that I think I'm big dog out here in these streets. Actually, I don't think I know. I've been, mm. I've been big dog out here in these streets. So if I take up space, I take up space. And if I don't and I decide to chill that day, then lucky you. You better show the fuck out. Because I'm in main character energy now. Like it's 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 legit all about me. It's all about me and Ryan. Ryan is a part of me, so anytime I talk about me, I'm talking about her. Right. What's understood don't have to be explained because that's real parent shit. <laughs> but um, yeah. So I'm going to end this with a shout out slash quote. Okay. And it came from underscore moral of the story underscore on TikTok. Okay. And I had commented on uh, one of his videos and he basically like, be, he just be talking, he be saying funny shit. So y'all should check him out on TikTok if y'all got TikTok. But he was just like, moral of the story, I've never changed. I just simply became more of myself. I fuck with that. And when I tell y'all, that shit is finna be my motherfucking motto. Right. And I actually asked him to make that just a sound by itself. Okay. And he actually responded to the comment and did it for me. So that was pretty dope. So shout out to him. That was really cool. But yeah, those are definitely some cycles that I feel like I have already achieved and broken. Um, Those are things that are in my past now, um, but definitely were a huge and major, major, major part of my life and definitely nothing that I would never ever forget but a lot of what I learned and being able to be in the space that I'm in now and be genuinely happy with things and how my life is going and where things are heading and stuff like that so yeah and that was get to know buns ties. Get to know not the theme ties. song again. It's Jesus. the theme song for me. It's the theme song for me. I'm done. First things first, we love a good, well-rounded answer. You know, we like to get to the root. We like to get to the bottom of certain things when we having these conversations. Beat beat. Y'all got to let us know how y'all feel about these getting to know episodes. You know what I'm saying? We really want to try to incorporate more of these into our, you know, further seasons. So let us know how y'all feeling about this and how y'all feel about getting to know us personally and on a deeper level. You know, we don't just want to be the pod that's giving y'all the jokes. We want to be the pod that's getting a little 
deep, you know, getting below the surface. Talk to me. <laughs> so, you know, just make sure that you following your girls on right idea underscore wrong bit. And that you following our personal pages at underscore Ross Square and at Summer in November spelled weird as hell. You know I'm going to put it in the bio for you so don't even worry about it, cuz. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got your back, you know. But go ahead, you know, stay tuned for us. We have so much more in store for y'all. Y'all just don't even know. And let us know how y'all felt about this episode, man. Talk to us. Interact with us, you know. Whistle. Bye.